Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode. I am so glad you're here. This year, I've been thinking a lot about how to make it easier to create and grow a coaching business, like how to streamline everything. And I know my experience is that every time I go on social media, I see so many experts telling me the one right way to do it. And if you could see me, you'd see that I've got like air quotes around this word right. I've been a coach for years. I still get all those ads, the sponsored posts, and all the suggestions about that right way. And I want to let you know too, because as a new coach, it's super easy to fall into overwhelm. You might think that you're the only one seeing all these different people telling you exactly what to do. And everybody tells you something different, right? You may feel kind of like you're watching a ball bounce all over the place from shiny object to shiny object. And you're seeing all those right ways. Reminds me of when I was a kid. I had one of those super bouncy balls. I can't remember what they're called, but they're little, like maybe uh, one or two inches diameter. And they're the kind that when you bounced it really hard, it ricocheted off the walls, the table, the floor, the ceiling, like just every surface that it bounced off, it bounced all over. Well, that's how my clients describe it. Everywhere they look, it's like there's this bouncy ball, the one perfect way to build a coaching business, to get clients, to become a six-figure earner, to be fully booked. Every expert tells you their one way. It's exhausting. It's distracting, overwhelming. And when you look at all of those options and you allow yourself to follow them around like a bouncy ball, they're going to tell you that their way is the only true way. Whether it's Facebook ads or Reels or Instagram or Facebook groups or writing a book, the list is endless. And when you bounce around from idea to idea, you keep second guessing yourself. You tell yourself there is only one easy way. 
And it's like you have to find that one way. Now, ultimately, this shiny object syndrome approach, it slows you down. Because when you bounce around between all these distractions, you feel like you're getting lots done. But when you stop for a minute and really analyze what's going on, you're going to find that you're burning a lot of energy, but making very little progress. So here, let me be straight with you. Becoming a successful coach can be relatively simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it can be relatively simple. And one of the ways to make it simple is to stop with all the distraction. There are many ways to create coaching clients. There are many paths to success. This is true. But there is no one perfectly easy way. But there is your way. And that's one of the things that I see. New coaches, they go and they look to the experts. They look to the gurus to see what the gurus tell them. And they forget that they have been experts in their own right. They put their own expertise away and they don't rely on themselves. So they sort of go and put all of their trust in someone else instead of saying, hey, they could be my mentor. They could be my coach. They could be my teacher. But I've got to remember that I know stuff too. I am an expert in my own life. So if you're a new coach, keep trusting yourself as well. It's super important to not delegate your responsibility and to not forget your own expertise. You're going to be surprised how you will make your own path easier, way more resonant, way more aligned when you give yourself permission to be yourself, to be your own expert and to take into account what you already know. That's it. Permission to be you and to not just park your personality and strengths and values at the door, but to bring all of you into attracting clients, signing clients, creating clients, and becoming a thriving coach. Okay. I kind of feel like I got off on a rant there, but you know, I feel passionate about this stuff. And so I, I wanted to remind you that you have your own expertise. So now let's talk about today's topic. At the beginning of this episode, I used that word streamline, and it, I've been really intentional with it. I've been focused on this word, streamlined. It can be simple, not easy, but simpler than you might think to become a coach. Of course, there are things you're going to want to learn. There's skills you want to grow. There's going to be all sorts of approaches that you need to learn from yourself and learn from others. And I would encourage you to lean on yourself too. You've got years of experience and knowledge, and probably more than you know is actually helpful, valuable in helping you become a successful coach. So yeah, learn from the mentors, take the trainings, hone your coaching skills, hire your coaches, and at the same time, honor and be true to yourself. So today we're going to talk about the one question approach. And I would say one question approach is like the title of this approach. So here's what I do. I use this to help me make better decisions. And I think it can help you too. So I wanted to share it with you. 
By the end of this episode, you'll understand this approach and how to apply it. No one wants to make a bad decision. We want to avoid mistakes, avoid missteps, avoid mess wherever possible. So listen in, and I'd encourage you to try this one question approach too. I've been using it for a number of months and it's really helped me. So I know it can help you too. So the one question approach is a simple tool you can use to help you achieve a dream or reach a goal. Your goal as a coach might be something like this. I want my first five paying clients, or I want to coach 20 hours per week, or I want to create my first 10K month. Notice how specific those are. You and I would both look at those goals and know exactly when you reached it. So every time we want a goal, part of the journey is your growth and how you learn to overcome the obstacles, how you deal with disappointment, how you enjoy the success, and how you have more fun doing it, right? So think about all the steps to creating a goal, the big steps, the little steps, all the stumbles and experimentation along the way. And consider who you are becoming, who are you growing into all along the way. When we want something new, we know we need to do things differently. So if you want something different, you can continue to just want it, or you can give up even before you start, or you can do something new, something radically different. And in this case, the radically different thing is to make it simple. I want you to consider, how good are you going to feel when you reach your goal? And how terrible would you feel if you don't? It's easy for us to make things complicated. What we forget is that the real power is in simplicity, elegantly simple, not easy, but simple. Simple means we choose an approach and then we apply it and we see what happens. Then instead of buying the next course or signing up for the next freebie or jumping ship, we stick with that approach, that one that we chose, and we learn and improve and tweak and optimize. We practice commitment and doing this moves us towards mastery. Instead of giving up, instead of jumping ship, instead of second guessing, how often have you tried something and it just didn't work the first time? It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your approach. It just means that it didn't work the first time. So let's see how it works the second and the third and the fourth and how you improve your ability to do it and improve and grow who you are so that you become even better at that one approach that you chose. Chasing those shiny objects is always going to be like following that bouncy ball all over the place. There's never a lack of places that ball can bounce. But when you choose one approach and stick with it, you're going to have so much more success. Not only are you going to have more success, you're going to trust yourself more. You're going to trust your judgment. And you're going to create something that is really solid that's in alignment with you. We don't get good by trying something once. And the reason I'm telling you this 
is because I've done it. I have chased all the shiny objects. I know what that's like. I've shifted tactics so often when I was starting out. And I realized that the reason that I was doing it is because I was trying to somehow look for the easiest way. I was looking away for a way to avoid feeling uncomfortable, to avoid looking at myself in the mirror and going, oh, boy, you blew that, didn't you? But in all of that looking for the easiest path and in all of that looking to avoid being uncomfortable, I actually delayed my success. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? But that is what happened. So I want to save you that effort, all that time and money and energy trying the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so this is where that one question approach, the one that I told you about one question approach comes into the picture. So let me tell you a story about how I learned about this. I first heard about it when I was reading a book called The Gap and the Game. It's a book by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Then I did some more research and I found that there is an entire leadership company that bases their practice on the one question approach. So here's the story about how it came to be. There was a team of British rowers. They had the desire to win, but they were part of an underachieving men's eight. And they had been an underachieving group for a long time. Then in 1998, they set themselves a crazy goal of winning an Olympic gold medal. And they wanted to do it in just two years time. Now, you take a team that, I mean, compared to the vast majority of the world, they're amazing athletes, but they were underachieving on that world stage. And they set that goal that within two years, they would go from nobodies to gold medalists. So they developed a whole new way of working and they began challenging everything they did with one question. They used that one question as a filter to make it the decisions, how they were going to improve, what they were going to do. And here's the one question that they used. Will it make the boat go faster? Yeah, so simple, right? And if it did, if they asked that question and the answer was yes, well, then they'd keep doing it. And if it didn't, they'd try something different. So by focusing on ownership, incremental growth, daily choices, decisiveness, and follow through, the results started to improve. And on September the 25th of the year 2000, two years later, that same crew won gold at the Sydney Olympics. It's a reminder that with the right approach, people are capable of amazing things. And that is what I want for you. They used the one question as a filter for everything they did. One simple, easy to remember question. Will it make the boat go faster? Should we try this new paint? Well, will it make the boat go faster? There's a party tonight. Should I stay out and drink more beer? Will that make the boat go faster? Should I eat that donut? Will it make the boat go faster? Should we try this new training regimen? Will it make the boat go faster? I'm having a fight with my teammate. Should I bury the hatchet? 
Will it make the boat go faster? Same question over and over and over again. So let's talk about you and your one question. And it begins with this. What do you want? If you don't decide what you want, you're never going to get it. I'm not asking you to decide and design your entire life and all the long-term goals right now. I want you to decide on one meaningful goal. Maybe it's a 90-day goal, something that's not too far into the future. It's more immediate. It's a shorter time frame so that you can start actually working towards it quickly. I I encourage you to choose a 90-day goal and then choose your one question and see how it goes for you. That's the thing is, like I said earlier in the episode, you've got a lot more wisdom than you give yourself credit for. So take these concepts and prove them to yourself. Apply them to yourself and see what works for you. My guess, you actually know what you want. So when I say to you, what do you want? You might feel a little bit pinned down, a little bit nervous about admitting it. And that's normal. It's normal for us to be a little indecisive at first. But this deciding is where it all starts. So maybe you'd like to create 10 clients or 10 or five. And if you don't decide and commit to something specific, you're never going to be able to see if you reach it. Reaching your goal means you focus on it. You don't forget about it and you don't quit. It's a process. You're going to need to take action daily, weekly, monthly to get to that 90-day goal. Choose one goal for your coaching practice. It might be a number of new clients. It might be the income that you want to generate in three months. It might be a substantial project that you've been working on that you really want to make some headway with or take to completion. 90 days is a short enough time frame. For me, it makes sense to me. I don't get lost in this sort of future projecting thing. It is something that's close enough that I can see it. I don't forget it. And I always keep my eye on it. And I know that I'm moving in that direction. Now, since I coach coaches, I'm going to focus on common coach goals. So your 90-day goal could be a certain amount of money. How much money would you like to generate? Or how many new clients would you like to create in the next 90 days? Or an important project that you've been thinking of? Choose one goal. And once you've chosen that goal, now it's time for you to create one question to guide and filter all your decisions and actions that help you reach that 90-day goal. So choosing your one question, here's some examples. Well, of course, that first one I told you about, will it make the boat go faster? They wanted to win gold. And so what they needed was speed. So that question, simple, easy to remember, good choice, right? Another for weight loss as a weight loss um, goal. Will this nourish me and help me reach my goal weight? For a new coach or somebody who's in the midst of growing their coaching practice, here's an example. Will this help me become a fully booked coach? Think of how you would use that question when you're faced with all the day-to-day things that happen in your world, right? Do I stay home or do I go to that networking event? Well, will it help me become a fully booked coach? Do I sit on the couch 
or do I write my blog post? Will it help you become a fully booked coach? Do I work on social media graphics or do I actually get out and talk to people and invite them to work with me? Will this help me become a fully booked coach? Okay, go with your gut. Choose a basic question. It doesn't have to be hard to do this. You can decide to make it easy. And once you've got your one question, let's double check that it's on target and that it's a question that will support you in reaching your 90-day goal. Now, if you're working along with me, it's okay to pause this audio and decide on your goal, your 90-day goal, and decide on the first iteration of your one question, and then come back to me. And I'm going to give you the four criteria that I use to decide if that one question is really on point. All right, welcome back. So here's the questions, the four criteria that I use to help design my one question. The first is, will this filter actually help me reach my goal? Well, so if the answer is no, so an uh, example could be that question, will it make the boat go faster? Did that help them reach the goal? Yeah. What about this as a one question? Will this help us get along as a team? Well, that's not going to help reach the goal, which is a gold medal. Getting along as a team is important for sure, but you need speed to win that gold medal. The second criteria, is it simple and easy to remember? Again, let's try one for coaches. If this was your one question, will this help me create five new clients? Yeah, no problem. Easy to remember. What about this one? Could this be a good opportunity for exposure as a coach in the long run? Well, that one's not so simple and it's not so easy to remember. Is it clear and to the point? Something that is completely unambiguous? No? Well, let's get it clearer. Again, look at that sample question. Will this help me create five new clients? clear and to the point, and I know exactly what my filter is. And the fourth criteria, does it help me be decisive? And when I say this criteria, I would prefer if your one question allows you to say yes or no. So the question is the one that's going to prompt you yes or no. Is this, will this make the boat go faster? Yes or no. Will this help me create five new clients? Yes or no. So those are the four criteria. Let me recap this for you. Decide on a 90-day goal. Choose one question. And when choosing your one question, make sure it satisfies the four criteria. Will this filter help me reach my goal? Is it simple and easy to remember? Is this one question clear and to the point? And does it help me be decisive? Excellent. Now I want to hear from you. What one question will you use? Post a screenshot of this episode on Instagram and tag me at Candy Motsek and share what your one question is. Now, before you go, I'd love to invite you to my free Monday coaching and conversation with Candy. Most Mondays, I open up a Zoom room for everyone who registers. 
I usually teach on a topic. There's usually a worksheet that we go through together. I answer questions and I coach. I'll put the sign up link in the episode notes, and I would love to see you there and meet you in person. And if you want even more help, maybe you have just had enough of trying to figure this all out on your own, then we should talk about how we could work together. Click the link in the episode notes to find out how to apply to work with me. And I'll be back and I'll speak with you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.